It's about flexibility and risk. You can build environments in minutes, hours. So it's ultimately flexible. You have to change your mindset. You have to understand that it's about finding what's best for the business first. That's Stacy Karen, the Chief Information Officer of Stout. Stout does a variety of things, um, specializing in investment banking, valuations, dispute and compliance. We have large range of very smart experts that deliver solutions in complex financial situations. Can you give us a sense of the, the size of the organizations you focus on any particular sets of industries? We don't focus on one industry. We service a wide range of those. We have about 700 employees uh, across 16 plus offices and we continue to grow every day, it seems. As the chief information officer, what does your role encompass? I joke that I'm responsible for everything that has a electrical current, um, but it's actually true. So I get involved in things all the way from office moves to acquisitions, and it extends into our client solutions where we help clients in the public sector, for example, that have uh, really large data sets, and we get involved to help them digest that data and really use it to solve business problems. So you're involved both with internal infrastructure as well as working with data that comes from outside the company? Yeah, and, and it even extends beyond just data with our um, external focus. We actually build solutions at times to solve a business need or a project need um, in very specific use cases. Stacy, you have used the term cloud first. You've said you're on a cloud first journey. So what do you mean by that? That you've changed your mindset about um, technology to really turn um, compute into a utility. Like I think of compute as the internet or having the lights on and it allows you to kind of shift your perspective on the fun stuff of configuration and building solutions. Um, the goal is always to have everything in the cloud. There's no need to have a physical infrastructure. So when you're building new software, when you're buying hardware, when you're building technology of any type, you're thinking about it in the cloud first. And only, I would say. So this cloud-first approach, why did you decide to go this way? It really started back in 2017. We were pushing a Work Anywhere initiative so we could grow better nationally, and we needed to get our files really centrally located in the cloud. It's obviously we took a hard look at the cost, which really netted out to be about the same, but the additional benefits you get from being in the cloud, from security, scalability, the list will go on and on, I'll run out of time, is endless. So you looked at the financial aspects and then you looked at the operational aspects as well. And the ability to grow, which has been on our, our radar and our plan. So we wanted to be able to scale and scale quickly. And you can't do that with physical infrastructure, at least not very well. Why? What, what about the cloud supported this growth? Well, if you think about where we are today and we needed servers or additional infrastructure to add m more colleagues, we would, we would not have been able to do that if we weren't in the cloud. Uh, it also supported, you know, when we went, you know, everybody went work from home, we were, we were prepped and ready. And next day, everybody was working from home with no business interruption. 
You know, it's interesting, as I've spoken with other CIOs, literally to a person, the ones who have said that when the pandemic started, we were able to flip the switch. At the same time, they said to me, this is because we invested in cloud infrastructure over the previous number of years. Absolutely. So how is this different from what you had before? Well, I'm no longer worried about if a network card's going to fail or if a server room's going to overheat. Like the where your worries um, land are are very different, and it's a lot more fun to be thinking about building new solutions, implementing new technologies, automating. All those things get kind of pushed to the side. What were some of the concerns that you had as you were planning this cloud journey out? Definitely concerns around costs. Uh, You have to be diligent and monitor those costs. And it's a different mindset of you're not planning for what, what do I need for the next three years? You're basically, what do I need right now and maybe tomorrow so that you can scale up and scale down? And then, but you have to monitor it so you're not paying for unused compute. And I should ask, where are you in this, this cloud transition journey? We're virtually done, no pun intended, but but for our domain controllers that are in our local offices, we've moved everything to the cloud. We'll have uh, workloads as time goes on with acquisitions that are on site, and we have plans in place to migrate those as they, they come up. Now it's about maintenance and and focusing on other things, and just we have a model and a process that we bring workloads in and move them to the cloud as quickly as the business allows. You've kind of touched on this, but what are the benefits to Stout? What have you actually seen and experienced? We had a huge workload at one point that was really tied to a specific client. When that client went away, we were still stuck with all of that investment. And it took us years to kind of work through that. In the cloud world today, when we spin up an environment dedicated for a client project, when that project's done, we just turn it off and we stop paying for it. Uh, it has also allowed us to grow rapidly over the course of the last three to five years, adding additional employees, additional projects. Is this primarily about cost and hardware then? No, it's not. The cost is net neutral every time we've looked at it, but it's about flexibility and risk. And we've, we've gained so much flexibility and minimized so much risk by being in the cloud. You can build environments in minutes, hours. Um, so it's ultimately flexible. You have a lot of design options. You're not constrained by the size of a server room or the size of disk space or anything along those lines. Really, you're constrained by your own imagination of how you might be able to configure something to deliver what is being asked. And then on the risk side, I know that's an area that comes up a lot. People historically, maybe less so now, are always afraid of the cloud. I don't really see it that different than a physical environment. You have to have an external partner that's verifying your security and that's verifying everything that's being configured so that you can have trust that what's done is done right and done securely. So it enables you to focus less on buying SANS and servers and database administration and freeing those people up to, to do what? Definitely the client work has become more and more. We have um, people that are dedicated to just really supporting those initiatives and literally building isolated environments in the cloud to support client projects. Um, 
it enables us, like I said, to grow. And we're doing so many acquisitions, especially this year, that being able to take on additional workloads essentially over a weekend. Stacy, what are some of the challenges that arise when an organization is making this kind of wholesale change? It's important for them to have people to have a partner to go through this journey that's done it before, and especially one that is very collaborative that helps train the team that's on the journey, and then they can do it going forward from that point. Really, you do have to pay a lot more attention to the details of the finance of the spend. Uh, you have to have a pro- build a process to review that. That's the one area where it, it can run away from people if you don't set up a, a process to ensure that. Are there other challenges that an organization can anticipate when they're doing this kind of migration? In the past, there certainly are softwares and configurations that didn't lend itself well to being in the cloud. One example I would have is um, performance for file servers. That's something we dealt with where uh, it's different if you were sitting in an office with a file server versus if it was a cloud-based one. But there is a solution at this point for almost all these scenarios. So for us, we had to put in file optimization software. And the reality is we should we need to do that anyway so that we could allow people to work from wherever they need to work from. Stacy, we're at Workday Rising, and I know you're working with Workday, and I'm very grateful to Workday for making our conversation possible. Can you tell us about what your relationship is with Workday and the kinds of things you're doing? I feel like we're doing everything with Workday. We're full platform, so we use it for our finance, HCM, projects, learning, performance, the list goes on. We use Adaptive for our planning and our budget and forecasting, which is very near and dear to our organization, being financial experts themselves, numbers, numbers matter. We touched on security and trust. It's such an important issue. Can you speak a little bit more about that? What made your organization comfortable with that shift? Definitely talking to other people that had already made that shift, finding advisors that were experts, finding independent parties to validate and verify from a security standpoint. To what extent was Workday uh, a partner or playing a role in this cloud transition? Workday came in at the perfect time during this transition. So we had six various applications that we were in the process of virtualizing and moving to the cloud. And we knew we needed one consolidated system, one source of truth for all of our data. And it allowed us to migrate off all those platforms, consolidate it into one cloud-based integrated platform and do it in about six months pretty fast. Very fast. Lots of fun. Let's talk about the role of IT and how IT evolves when an organization shifts to the cloud. So what's the impact on IT when you make this, shall we say, pretty dramatic shift? It's a dramatic impact, for sure. Um, Skills need to be trained and um, people grow a lot during that transition. And you can take anybody that has a technical basis and help them on that journey to get over to the cloud. The biggest change I found is definitely on the networking side. That is a different concept of 
networking in the cloud versus physical networking, but it opens so many opportunities for them to take on new roles that never existed before and gets them out of the weeds um, of burning a weekend to do physical infrastructure upgrades. What is it about the cloud that helps folks in IT be more connected to the business result of what they're doing? In the past, it would be a lot more people involved to kind of work through all the infrastructure required, all the security required. All those things are still important, but there's a foundation and a process that allows you to scale that more efficiently than having to go through every single step and acquire all the equipment needed in order to support an ask like that. Have you seen your role change as a result? Absolutely. Definitely more engaged in the business side of things, understanding the business needs, because we can deliver solutions in that area much more quickly and effectively without having to worry about all the underlying infrastructure. So how does a CIO make this big change? You have to change your mindset. You have to understand that It's about finding what's best for the business first, and hopefully it's technically practical, versus the other way. You need to have relationships throughout the business so you know what's important to all the different stakeholders because they all all need something different. And a lot of times IT is the one that has to deliver to all five of them or whatever number it is. That's a very, very interesting point. You said that historically the focus was first on the technology. Now it's on the relationships and understanding the business issues. Yeah, you used to build a solution with, well, I have this available to me right now and this much space or this technology. And now it's about setting that aside and first understanding what's needed and then trying to marry it with what's technically practical. And sometimes you have to find solutions that at first aren't technically practical. What kind of metrics do you look at as CIO? And also, how have those metrics evolved over time? Definitely look at the typical stuff. How many servers, workstations, tickets, and so on. Um, What's different about how I looked at it in the past is I'm no longer worried about the capacity aspect. I'm I'm just forecasting the growth on it. The metrics, though, I find most interesting are the variable ones. Um, which is how much is our IT spend as a percent of revenue? And then how much is our IT spend per employee? And we, we use adaptive, which helps us kind of forecast as our headcount scale. That's always, that historically was a, a problem to forecast because we never knew how many people we'd have. With adaptive, we scale our forecast and our budget as we're adding people. So clearly you're measuring the efficiency of IT, Is there a way to measure the outcomes, the business outcomes that IT is delivering as well? The best way for us to do that is especially dealing with client projects where we're tracking our time, our our spend, and then we see the revenue related to that project. And we have a very real part in that. Also, on the internal project side, we track that in in Workday as well, so that we know how much effort certain initiatives have taken throughout the course of a year. Stacy, there are so many CIOs who are looking at cloud migration right now. 
You're on this cloud-first journey. What advice do you have for CIOs who are looking at this and they're ready to start, but they're just a little hesitant? What advice do you have? You need a partner to do it. You need to find somebody that you can trust that has done it before, that you can collaborate with to help you and your team really make that journey and understand how to keep it going after the initial transition. So that was very important for you, having the right partner. Absolutely. What are the attributes of a great partner? You really don't want any vendor that hoards knowledge. They should be all about teaching their customers how to use the tools in the way they do. And what advice do you have for CIOs who want to make this transition from being a pure technologist to being that business partner with other folks, other business leaders in the organization? Learn your business, learn it well, and really partner with people throughout the organization from the CFO, HR, into the individual business units so that you can understand what they need and how you can help make their jobs even more efficient. Any final thoughts on this cloud-first journey? Just do it. You won't regret it. It's, it's going to happen eventually, I would imagine, for most all organizations. Just lighten the load on yourself and the team and make that that move is my recommendation. It's a great way to end because it's going to happen for pretty much everybody. It's just a matter of time. Yep. Stacy Karen, Chief Information Officer of Stout. Thank you for taking time to talk with us. Thanks for having me. <laughs> 